Neely, I have two problems. What are those? I really love the show on professional development, and I have a big blank spot on my chest where my shirt is. First of all, the first one doesn't sound like a problem. I mean, it's so much love, I can't contain it. And you also have, what, a blank spot on your chest? Yeah, where my shirt is. You you never grew chest hair? Obviously not. (laughs) Oh, I know what you should do. You should go to this link in the show notes and get an unprofessional development t-shirt. Yes, that sounds like exactly what I needed for this premise. So, boys and girls, we have t-shirts. We have magnets. We have buttons. Show your unprofessional love. That way you'll get to know who your fellow unprofessionals are when you're walking down the hallway and go, Oh, you listen to that too? Be an unprofessional representative. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a very dramatic episode of Unprofessional Development. I'm Tedesco. And I'm Mealy. And today we have with us Miss Drama, okay? By the way, some of you who are, would like to be on our podcast and are worried that you will um, be fired or sued or uh, murdered, you can always come Launched on with... into with, the sun. Yes, yeah, so come on with anonymity and we will just call you by some pseudonym. Look at me looking... Look at my big vocabulary. There, saying Used pseudonym. anonymity and pseudonym. Wow. No, I'm so impressed. So we have Miss Drama with us, and we're very excited. How are you doing, Miss Drama? Doing well. How are y'all? Good, good. I, I am. I am. I'm. I'm doing super good. Yes. You know, <laughs> I. I was telling to this girl earlier, just based on our the way our school schedule is, and we've had some snow days and final exams. I haven't done hardly anything teaching wise for many, many weeks. So. It is it is really really nice. I am not stressed out at all, and I will and have to. As I was telling Mealy, I also haven't done anything teaching wise in a while, but that's just because I teach English. There you go. Yeah, read this, write that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what should I do? Read more. Read. Yes. Oh, I've read. already read. Then write about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want to write about that? Write about something else. Okay, that's right. fine. And then there make somebody go. else read it. Exactly. Yeah, like someone else analyzed, and then analyze their analysts. Right. Exactly. Yeah. How do I analyze while you read? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's good. You should be a, um, a professor for a college for English teachers to this go. Yeah. I should just publish a book on lit theory, and yes. uh, I don't think anybody will will notice that I nice. don't know anything. Nice. You have to understand the interpretation really isn't about the author, but about the self. Oof, that's deep. If I just keep stringing together words, it sounds collegiate. It does. It does. So anyway, we like to have our guests do their own kind of introductions in, in various forms. And Miss Drama has taken this on with a vengeance. But we are going to, since she is Miss Drama, have her describe her education journey as, and this is what shows you I know about Shakespeare, as a Shakespeare five act, you know, the outline. One of the few things I remember about Shakespeare is that he had five acts. Favorite theater thing, but I was like, okay, I, I can do this anyway. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so uh, I decided to like go with like a Hamlet esque theme just because mm-hmm. I am the main character. Um, <laughs> for the first act, I just decided to do like the the backstory, if you will, like you know that ten minute part in Up that just explains like Carl and his life. That's Act One. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just me, like, growing up and just being, like, the teacher kid. So I was just, like, that kid on the playground that was, like, we're going to play school. I'm going to be the teacher. You're nice. going to read this. Um, and then I also had a younger brother. So then I had someone to torture as my student in my own home. Nice. <laughs> cool. So I read to him a lot. Um, and I've just been always very, like, type A, just was very good in school. Like, I remember, like, in the ninth grade, I, like, cried hysterically because I got my first B. Oh. My mom was like, are you okay? Like, because my parents were really bad in school. Like, both of them had to take summer school at one point. Oh, my. Um, and so I was just, like, I just feel like I'm type A, like, very, like, stereotypical teacher personality just even as like a young child nice um and then so act two is sort of like the like oh okay like she likes this like this like an actual career choice thing so in the fifth grade we had the opportunity to sign up to assist in the younger classes like the pre-k kindergarten first grade Mm -hmm. type area and so i was like oh i have to apply for this and like like you had to like actually fill out a little application. It was really cute. I took it super serious, like very hardcore about like getting my like 
recommendation letters and this, you know, cute yep. stuff at 10 years old. I was like, who, who are my references? <laughs> <laughs> um, so I do that. Mother, would you write a reference? Yes. Yeah. Uh, so I did that. And then uh, my first job was at an after school program. I think I was like a senior or junior in high school. So I just got to do like homework help and like stuff like that. And mm-hmm. got to drive to the elementary school after school. So I got to do more school after my school. Nice. <laughs> very, very confident going into college. It's like, okay, I want to be an early childhood major. I specifically want to teach kindergarten. Like I was very... I was one of those weird kids who, like, decides what they want to do with the rest of their life when they're eight and doesn't change. Wow. Yeah, that, that's a rare bird. That is a rare bird. Uh, yeah. 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 So very, uh, very rare bird. I feel like we're probably going extinct. <laughs> <laughs> is this like, more of an up reference? <laughs> yeah. I guess. Oh, yeah. Okay. Cool. Look at the, <laughs> look at the, the themes I'm tying in. English. Nice. Motifs. So Act 3 is the bunch of plot twists start happening. Nice. Um, so and in addition to just being this like perfectionistic child, I was very much the performance child also. But I was just thinking like, you know, like, okay, like I still want to teach kindergarten, but I'll just incorporate a lot of like theater and music things. So, you know, we'll do a lot of call and response and we'll be very play based and we'll do like, you know, kind of Montessori mm-hmm. things. I I went to a college that's very well known for their theater program. Okay. And I just like kind of, you know, watch a lot of my friends be acting majors and like be in shows. And I was like, oh, wow, that was that was really fun. I, I kind of missed that. But I was like, OK, I don't want to be a professional actress ever. Just no. Um, <laughs> but I think I want theater to be a little bit a bigger part of my life. Mm hmm. So I auditioned for the theater program and I didn't think I would get in, honestly, just because like I did theater in high school, but like I said, I was more of a choir person. So I wasn't really, you know, like getting a lot of like lead roles or whatever, which is, you know, fine. It's, it's, it's tough fun. when you leave a small pond that you don't really know how big you are. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, so I got in and I was kind of surprised, honestly, um, that I got into the school of theater. Um, but I did. And then I learned that uh, because this college is so small and like, okay, I have to caveat for a minute. When I say this college is small, I literally graduated with like 300 people. Wow. Okay. Nice. Education majors, there's no more than 30 of us at any given time. And that's like K-12, all content areas. Hmm. Like just elementary and early childhood, and there it's very, very small. Like my methods class, uh, my methods of speech drama debate teaching class was me and my professor. Wow! Wow! That's, that was that's, really nice. We're gonna like, dig in. We're gonna dig into that in a little bit, but we're gonna. That's been awkward when you cut class, though. Yeah. 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 Like, hey, Judy, I don't think I'm gonna be in today. <laughs> Just yeah. like, like I don't know. Uh, but I mean, I, I really liked the individual like, attention I got. Um, well, can we pause there for a minute? So, like, would you do stuff like, hey, I've got a thing next Wednesday. Can we just have class, like, an hour early or an hour late? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because, like, I had had other classes here before. Wow. Okay. So, really, I got to, like, direct the course by myself. Yeah. Um, I mean, her guidance, obviously. She's the queen, my method teacher, literally have to praise her for a minute. Her name is Judy Palladino. Oh. And she um, has been working in children's theater for over 30 years. Like, she co-directed over 85 plays. She's been acting. Is she rela- related to um, Amy Palladino? Do you know? Do you know um, who that is? I don't, I don't think so. No. Okay. That is the creator of um, Gilmore Girls. So. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Um, no, I don't, I, I do know that. Okay, yes, but no, I don't think they're related. Um, okay. but she was incredible. I'm like forever grateful, uh, cause she retired pretty much right after I graduated. So it was her last one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so anyway, so that was awesome. Um, but I had to double major, which, oof. <laughs> I graduated Magna Cum Laude still on time. Woohoo! Still on time. Which nice. Kind of whack, but all right. Um, and then, okay, so more plot twists. So, a uh, second plot twist is I finally do my student teaching in March of 2020. That <laughs> so, was like, fun. Yeah. Yeah, very fun. Because, like, 
right after spring break. It was like the time where I was supposed to like take over all the classes and do like the full time part. Yeah. So you know, I had like sent my like mentor teacher all my lesson plans. And I was going to take spring break to really like go through like each activity and just like really, you know, mm-hmm. iron it out, if you will, <laughs> like steam press it. I guess <laughs> now I'm using fabric metaphors is going all over the place. <laughs> um, and then, you know, COVID hit, everything was canceled. So I'm like, okay, I need to use this time wisely, use it productively. So I basically started like pre-planning, um, for when I started teaching. Cause I really wanted to avoid like the classic, you know, like Sunday night first teacher panic. Yeah. If you will, uh, maybe that's not a first year teacher thing. It's we'll pretend like it is though. So. <laughs> <laughs> Just for those at home. <laughs> so I was like planning this and I was like, ah, you know, like, hey, I wonder if there's anything like drama related on TBT. So I I go on there and they're like, kind of is, but it's mainly like readers theater scripts for elementary. Right. So I was like, okay, there's not really any like drama, drama, and there's even less for like debate and public speaking. So I just plan away also like kind of made it a survival job because i didn't have any other income mm-hmm. so i get my teaching certification in uh, september and so i end up just subbing which was awesome i actually really enjoyed subbing and still do as and, i do you're, and you're not being sarcastic no i'm i'm absolutely not being sarcastic i mean wow. like there's certain schools where i'm like i never want to come back here but <laughs> Um, a lot of them I really enjoyed, and I did uh, three different long-term subbing positions, mm-hmm. including one that was completely virtual. Okay. So I got more uh, more middle school experience because I hadn't had a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so wait, did uh, you sub in person or did you sub virtually? Both. How do you sub virtually? It was the- really weird. So they oh. get so they like they gave me a device like I would have if I was like. You know, like, you know, a, a full-on teacher. Um, mm-hmm. And it was even for a subject I'm not certified in, which is kind of weird. Uh, right. I sent for geography virtually. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, that was weird. So, they, you know, they just gave me advice from the district, gave me all the, you know, login stuff, like, kind of as if I was a staff member. But I didn't have to do any lesson planning, which was nice. Um, I did have to do parent-teacher conferences, which was very uh, strange. Mm-hmm. Because, like, the, the person I was getting my lesson plans from is my best friend's fiancé. Okay. Yeah. And because uh, his his co-teacher quit. So he was like, hey, I need somebody to come, um, you know, fill in for this person. You'll just use my lesson. Oh, she, just, oh, like, so you were, like, a long-term sub. Yeah, so I was a long-term oh, sub. Oh, that makes way more sense. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I probably should have clarified these were all long-term. No, that was probably pretty common sense if I actually stepped back and thought, but I wasn't about to do that. Yeah. yeah. It's all good. It's not me. Yeah, so I, I did that. Um, I really liked, really liked subbing. Still do. Um, but then, you know, this current school year came around, and I was like, okay, well, time to go, you know, find my drama job. So I did, and I was really optimistic. And, I mean, you can go through my whole Twitter and just, like, see my journey, basically, of how, like, I was really excited. And then the school I was at, like, for lack of a better word, was kind of a hellscape. Mm-hmm. Is, is that your Act 4? Yes, that's Act 4. Sorry, we're okay. in Act 4. Uh, which is the, the big, the climax, if you will, uh-huh. of the, the show. So I ended up resigning before Thanksgiving break. Wow, that bad. Yeah. Uh, like, it's... Gosh, I'm going to get emotional. And, like, it's not that I didn't have any good experiences or memories, because I did. Mm-hmm. But overall, it was so bad that I was just like, I have to quit, or yeah. I'm going to get to a really dangerous mental health place. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I was, was going to say, that was one of the things that really... It's kind of weird. It's like... Hey, there's someone that's been in like a car accident. We should have them on the show. But like, I really wanted to have someone who there are a lot of teachers that are, for lack of a better word, on the spectrum from like wanting to quit, having quit, mm-hmm. about to quit and all of that. So, um, that I, I really want to have, I kind of like break that down. I do want to get into the drama aspect of your, of your teaching as well, but I do think we want to definitely 
dig into like the, the whole process and the decision making and because it's not an, an easy decision obviously um, yeah, but, but, yeah it, it was hard um and then x5 to rip wrap us up is sort of a bit of an ambiguous ending just because you know i'm 23 not 73 or 83 (laughs) i still got a little ways to go Uh (laughs) thankfully um so hopefully that would be a little bit of a redemption story but it kind of depends on how you define redemption because you know like i could get a teaching job somewhere else then you know just try again or i could just I could still be in educational theater, but not in a classroom setting. So, like, mm-hmm. be in the children's theater division of regional theater or just a children's theater. Both of those are probably going to be me leaving the state, which I was going to do anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I was kind of, there's a lot to it, but I was, like, sort of waiting it out for some family stuff. But I don't know. We'll see okay. where it goes. Yeah. Yeah. So are you certified as like just a, a not like just a drama teacher, but like, at, at, is it a drama certification? Yes. So I am certified K-12 in speech. So that's not speech pathology. That's like public speaking, um, drama and debate. Wow. Okay. Okay. So yeah, it's, it's all like one certification in Oklahoma because there's so few of us that they just combine. Yeah. <laughs> But I mean, like, I can do, like, oral interpretation, and there's there's a lot in there. To be honest, just, like, in this particular subject field, even, I mean, like, it's, it's several subjects, I expected that I will never receive curriculum ever. Right. So that's part of the reason why I started writing it myself. I think it was, like, two or three days before the first day of school. Mm-hmm. I found out that it was going to be separate drama classes and a separate speech class and then yeah. no, de- no like formal debate class. But if I wanted to, I could put the debate in either one of those classes. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, well, that's confusing because I thought that like the job listing was like a speech drama debate class. So all three were going to be in one class and I would just have like mixed grade levels. And that's not what happened at all. Yeah. yeah. It's so that's fun. I had to like, Oh God! <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird. There's there's all these like structures and rules, and sometimes there's ways to get around them, and sometimes you can do certain things, and it's 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 weird because it's like yes. advertising for a history position, and then not saying what kind of history. So just yeah. hire a history teacher, and then being like, okay, you're going to teach ancient civilization, U.S. history, and AP Euro. Have fun. Yep. Yep. Uh, it, like that. That definitely happens. <laughs> it definitely happens, unfortunately. Well, I'm sure it does. Yes, or they say, hey, you're going to be teaching this, and then, guess what? Then someone who's been at that school longer than you um, says, you know what? I've been, I've been waiting to teach those things until that other teacher retired, and I know you offered it to that person you just hired, but you need to give that to me now, and I carry cloud at this school, and so that new person that you just hired... They're going to have my garbage schedule that I don't want anymore. <laughs> That's oh. definitely happened as well, hasn't it, to Disco? Oof. Yes. <laughs> Quite unfortunately. All right, so in your, your drama class, we, we've had on people who, who use drama and who use improv, but I don't think we've had on, as a guest, like a full-blown drama teacher. No, I don't believe so either, no. So what is the drama of the drama classes then? And, and, and what do you focus on? Do you focus on like uh, 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 dramatic techniques or improv or uh, dramatic history? Mm-hmm. Well, um, I, I think in, in my experience and hearing about the experience of like my friends who were acting majors when they were in you know, their high school and middle school theater programs, I found that a lot of them are very acting heavy. Mm-hmm. And so, like, it's not necessarily a drama class. It's, like, an acting class that they're calling drama. Mm-hmm. Like, when I was teaching, this was their first year to have a drama program. And I would say 98% of my students have never seen a play before. Wait, what's wow. the difference between acting and drama? I think I use drama as, like, a broader term. So I include, like technical theater so that's like costuming scenic lighting um theater history um gotcha things beyond just the performative aspect yeah like that that's a lot it's a lot more um broad than just acting Mm -hmm. 
So, like, I kind of think about it as, like, spokes on a wheel, if you will, and, like, the whole wheel is drama, and then acting is just one spoke. Also, 95% of my kid did not want to be in the class. Um, and <laughs> let me know that they did not want to be. <laughs> oh. Um, so, okay. I, I tried as much as I could, um, like, you're asking about um, differentiation. I, I tried as much as I could to give a lot of... Um, choice and just almost make it more of like a creativity class mm-hmm. if you will so like example like um one of the like projects i had them do was i gave them a google doc and it had just a bunch of people's um photos on them so uh you know just from like google images and just all sorts of people you know all different uh races genders ages you know just all different stuff and right. We went over what um, costume croquis are, so it's it's basically like a like a figure, and you draw the costume on top. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And so I said, okay, I want you to pick a person um, from this list of people, and I want you to draw a costume for them, and then I want you to tell me, like, based on based with your costume, what is that person like? What's their story? So they kind of had to come up with a character, like, based on just their initial thoughts about this person based on what they look like and the costume that they put on this person. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah. I thought that was fun. And they really seemed to like that one. Some of them p- picked people that looked a lot like them and some people picked people that were very different from them. Mm-hmm. It's very like imaginative. And it was just, I, tr- I tried my best to sort of like connect a little social emotional piece about like, um, judging people by what they look like or, you know, judging yeah. people before you get to know them. Mm-hmm. So. That's really cool. I thought that was fun. That was probably one of the favorite, my favorite things I did. Yeah. yeah I, I yeah. was remember my drama classes. It was, we learned like the history of drama and like different forms of drama. Like we talked about, you know, ancient Greek and Commedia dell'arte mm-hmm. and Kabuki and different, you know, forms of theater. And mm-hmm. then we just read like Cherry Orchard and Uncle Vanya and other things written by sad Russian men. Oh. And I hated oh, all of that. Yeah. Oh gosh, yeah, yeah. Check Sad out Russians this. is its own genre. <laughs> oh gosh. Are there oh, any? Are there any happy Russians? Uh, there are drunk Russians. Does that count? I guess so. I Russia's two key exports are vodka and dead Russians. So nice. Oh, <laughs> that's that's oh, not. Man. Oh, that's just history. I don't know what to oh. tell you. Oh yeah, no, for sure. They definitely they like the Greek theater. So what about Mikhail Baryshnikov? Is he yeah, Russian? Yeah, he ran away. Okay. He came to America because they told him he had to stop dancing. Okay. But he didn't die. Or did he die? No. Eventually I mean, he will. It, 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 yes, he, he died eventually. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. We're interrupting you. <laughs> it's okay. I was going to say, like, when I, I talked about, we talked about Greek theater a little bit, and we mm-hmm. talked about Atticus Rex, so we could draw, like, masks. I explained, like, theater people have been masking before we have. Haha. There um, we go. Oedipus Rex. And I remember one of my kids was like, wait, he does what? And I was like, yep. <laughs> nice. I was student teaching. I had my kids read Oedipus Rex and they loved it. Nice. It's a good nice. one. How, oh, what age was it that you were teaching? I was teaching middle school. So okay. um, we had fifth grade at the school, but I did sixth to eighth grade. Okay. Okay. Um, it's really weird. It's like the fifth graders are at the same building, but they rotate electives. Right. There's more than four electives. Like they rotate quarterly, so they decided not to give me them. <laughs> okay. Cool. So it was weird. I had my five classes in my plan, and then I had one other class that I just wasn't assigned mm-hmm. a class. So I either took advantage of basically having two plans, um, helped our dance teacher because her classes had like 35 in them. Ugh. Yeah, or covered almost right. everything. Yeah. And and what was your average class size? Because I know a lot of electives teach, or we call them electives. I know they're called different things in different places. But our electives teachers, some of them are just dump classes where they'll get like 30, 40 kids in a class. Yeah, um, I was kind of surprised that wasn't happening to me as much as it was to the other electives teachers. And I don't know why. Um, I mean, like, I'm grateful, like, not gonna, not gonna lie, but I think my biggest one was, like, 23. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, it's manageable. Very reasonable. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, manageable, except like I was at a really rough inner city school. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So definitely yeah. could have used help. I know the counselors have their challenges as well when there's mm-hmm. kids that like, they're like, so what do you want to take? Nothing. Like, no, what are you interested in? Nothing. You know, so they have to give them a class. But it is sad that there are so many kids, whatever it be. I talked to art teachers, drama teachers, all sorts of elective teachers where kids just end up in these classes just because they have a hole in their schedule and they have to take. Was like, there seemed to be no hard deadline for schedule changes ever. So I would have kids trying my class for literally one day, deciding they didn't like it and being removed. Oh, wow. what? Oh. Yes. Yes. That sounds like not a good idea. So kids are just basically That's just... insane. Literally, but... the day before I left, I got a new student. And I was like, oh, are you new to the school? And she was like, no, I've been here. I'm like, it's November 19th. Why is your schedule being changed? Because like... my mom sent an email to the principal. Yeah. <laughs> but like that... Yeah. In, in, in that sort of school with that challenging yeah, population, yeah. don't admin have better things to do? Right. Right. And it's just like, of course, they don't want to like perform or like showcase, you know, anything that they've done creatively in front of each other. They don't know each other. Right. Right. They're strangers. Right. I mean, you know, they're already in middle school. They're too cool for everything. So. Yeah. So there's a drama teacher at my school. Okay. Uh-huh. That's a really small sample size. But. Yeah. She is one of the most dramatic people <gasps> that I know. There's things like, oh, I can't believe it. And like, you know, and, and granted, draw teachers that you're listening, please, please don't, don't like, um, get mad at me, but don't I, at I'm me. Just, yeah. Don't at me. And I do understand that, that their life, like, first of all, here's the, here's one of the things that drama teachers, Hey, the, A, the auditorium is your classroom until we decide we want to do something else. And then we're just going to dump people into your classroom. <sighs> Yes. Oh, we're having a meeting, by the way, and we've decided that you have to make sure that the sound and the lights work for the meeting that we're going to have. <laughs> That's not yeah. part of your, you know what I mean? And so, but anyway, but she's still, but she, but she still is very dramatic. And then I would talk to kids who were in the play and in plays like that. And I've, and I've noticed a common theme that they're just dramatic, like about like everything is like, um, very, um, extreme. So when you were in college and with some of the kids I know who are in their class because they really do want to be into drama mm-hmm. and have you found, am I, am I crazy? Am I stereotyping or is, or do you find some truth in that? Hmm. I mean, like, I don't know. Maybe I'll get more dramatic as I get older, but I feel like I'm pretty chill. Like for now. Okay. <laughs> um, but I definitely learned like the hard way in terms of like kids, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to like casting yes. plays and stuff because i did do a play while i was there and it was really fun um i i had a good time with it overall um but i learned like no matter how like good they are or you think they have a lot of potential if they are a drama queen in your class or any other class do not cast them yep so i learned that the hard way <laughs> yep yeah and I also learned, like, if you have said that they have to turn in a permission form from their parents to be in the play, and they don't turn it in, do not cast them just because you need people. Oh. <laughs> like, we were, uh, so how I did it is, like, we rehearsed in person with masks, and mm-hmm. then uh, we, I, I got the rights for this, just a quick caveat, I have, I have full legal permission to do everything. Uh, drama teachers, please uh, read your contracts, know your rights. Um, but so we rehearsed in person with masks and then we filmed it and we like kind of mock live streamed it. So I did a zoom or like a Google meet and I just shared the video of the play. So I sort of mock live streamed it, but the kids thought it was really cool. They're like, well, yeah. I'm sorry, I know. It's like, it's not live, but all right. Um, and so we're literally like, we're filming. It's like our one filming day. And the, the yeah. play is like 20, 25 minutes long. It's, it's pretty short. Um, and this kid, we're going to call him John, comes in and he's like, yeah, uh, my mom said I can't stay after school today. I got to go. I got to catch the bus. And I was like, 
I need you to call her right now because we're filming today. And mm-hmm. she knows we're filming today because she emailed me this morning saying, you have permission to videotape my child. <laughs> so she knows we're filming today. Call her back right now. <laughs> I didn't like yelp. Um, but I was like, oh my god. Um, so calls, calls her back. Um, this, this kid did not get picked up until like an hour and a half after when he was supposed to get picked up. Oh no. Because that permission form said you need to pick up your child by this time. Yeah. Oh. And I told her that in my very soon. It's like 5.30. Please be here at 5.30 because I would like to go home now. Yeah, I I am so glad that, you know, I teach high school and I I do monitor a club, but I just kick them out of my room and I don't worry about how they get home, honestly. But if you're like, yeah, if you're like the... Middle the, school is a different beast. And middle school is a different thing. And if you're over the, the um, yeah, the play or a sports team or whatever, it's like you are on the hook to the last yeah. parent. And there's always going to be... very, they, very last. Yes. And there's always <laughs> going to be one that is going to be there and it's going to be... Uh, no. I do not miss that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was scary because, like, I um. Yes, you live with me now. That's the story. That's what happened. Sorry, I'm you're I'm now your I'm now your parent. It's no my yeah. my favorite part was just thinking in the back of my head. Okay, so here I am alone with a child. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, like, they like let's live stream this. <laughs> <laughs> there are witnesses. Exactly. Yeah, there are a lot of people there after school still, like that day, just for like sports and different things. But, like, I could not get a hold of his parent or guardian. I mean, like, I went into our, you know, automated system or even a yep. campus, whatever y'all use, power yep. school. I mm. called every single adult mm. on this thing. And, of course, none of them are picking up the phone. So, we finally get a hold of mom. Mom's like, okay, I can be there in 30 minutes, da-da-da. I'm like, oh, God. So, I'm calling my principal just being like, I I got to go home. Like, I got, you know, my, my fish is going to die. <laughs> you know, I got stuff to do. Yeah. And she's like, you know, he can come hang out in my office. It's cool. He can go home. I was like, okay, good. Um, so we go in there. So I'm like, you know, bye, little Johnny. See you Monday. Like, you know, trying to like, I'm not mad at you. I'm not mad at you. Like, mm-hmm. it's not your fault. You're 11. Um, yeah. But I was upset. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's frustrating. It is. Oh, yeah. It is. So uh, wh- what did you say? What percentage of your kids wanted to be in the in the drama class? Want to be in class? Oh, very few. <laughs> I I don't want to be like five percent, but like five percent. That's and tough. I think part of it is like I said, a lot of them, you know, well, most of them had never seen a play before. Like they didn't really know what it was. So it's sort of like a fear of the unknown. Yeah. So like like watch some clips, like not not full shows because I didn't you know want to get accused of having to sit there and watch YouTube all day. <laughs> Right. Mm-hmm. And, and that's not who I am as a teacher either. Um, yes. So we watched little things and we like, you know, discussed like, oh, how do you, how do you think they did that? You know, effect or let's go by the costume or like, why are they wearing blue? And you're going to spread it and like, mm-hmm. the stuff. Um, just yeah. to kind of get used to being creative. Cause the sad thing is like, a lot of these kids like haven't had any art stuff since elementary school, so they're in eighth grade and they haven't had a music class in three and a half years. Yeah. So like they've forgotten what it's like to be creative, or like they forget that you're allowed to be subjective sometimes. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, that there's not necessarily a right answer. Yeah. And they'd be like, "Is this right?" And I was like, "I don't know. Do you think it's right?" And they were like, <laughs> "No, like tell me. Like, am I going to get an A? Like, is this correct?" And I was like, "It's." It's creative. It's it's whatever you want, dude. Yeah. You know, like, was, like you did it. You tried. Like I can tell you're at least you know trying to apply these concepts of like you know character and conflict and like you're doing yeah. your best. Like I'm not gonna be super hardcore, right? Right. <laughs> about yeah. it, and they were like, "Yeah, but like, is it correct?" And I was like, "Yes. You know what? It's correct. Looks great. <laughs> better. Looks <Okay>. great." <laughs> <laughs> Cause like, cause I was that kid. Like that's the yeah. kind of. Yeah, you want that affirmation, right? I want to know if I'm getting an A. Like, is it a 99 or a hundred? Like, what can I do? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh. So, oh. 
Yeah. By the way, and to just go again to something, I am more hashtag ungrading every day. I just, the more I see, I'm like, it, it is just that it, it just doesn't lead to learning. It leads yeah. to just people being mm-hmm. focused on things other than the actual content and learning. Cause it's like, yeah. okay. I mean, like, but, I tried to be really lenient. Like, I, I yeah. didn't take any points for late work, like, no matter how late it was. And sometimes it was really late. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, you know, as, as long as they did it and they, you know, yeah. put a name on it and I didn't have to go rack and well, okay, now that I took off points for names either. But, like, no, as long as they at least tried, I was like, all right, looks good. Go for it. Yep. Yeah. Like, you have time. You feel creative. You got to make decisions. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that's 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 the name of the game, and they're and they're learning. That's that's the, that's the yeah. biggest thing. Because like oh. that's the thing like, they don't trust their own decision making. Yeah, and yeah. then mm-hmm. you know give them a high school diploma, and we're like choose a major, and they're like, wait, what? I've never had <laughs> this before. What is this? Mm-hmm. I don't know what I like to do for fun. What's fun? Okay, so now I guess I should we should give some kind of trigger alert if if. If school has really kicked you in the face recently and you are just going to get emotional listening to someone else go through sharing how it kicked them in the face and why they're leaving teaching, we love you. You can stop listening now if, if that, if that works, if that works for you. But we're going to kind of like, um, let, let, um, this drama kind of share because a lot of us need to hear this, like how and why, like she decided that, like, that's enough. So, um, do your best, and and, and know that we're, we're we're here to um be supportive. So go ahead. Are you asking me like how I decided to resign? Yeah, just kind of walk us through the last the last days, I guess, and and how, or how you got to from hey, I'm I'm doing my best. I'm trying. These kids are you know annoying and goofy, and you know don't know anything. To like, mm-hmm. I, I can't. Literally, I'm literally not going to walk. I'm not going to be here tomorrow. Yeah. Um. Oof. Okay. So, I'm about like a week and a half into school. And I'm like, dang, this is really hard. Yeah. And I'm not talking about, like, I'm not necessarily talking about the teaching part. I'm like 70% talking about behavior. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, okay, I'm going to try my best to, like, just not talk crap on the school. Right. But it was just... <sighs> oh, okay. It was just a school to where, like, me, like, at 23, with my current experience level and own personal background growing up in a very different um, environment, um, just, it was just something I was not ready for. Yeah. 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 And it was a thing to wear, like, um, at this particular school I'm at, um, I would say about uh, probably a third to 40%-ish of the staff are new. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm either the only traditionally certified or one of like three traditionally certified mm-hmm. people. Um, and, and just quick caveat with that, I'm not, I'm not saying like alternatively or emergency certified people can't be good teachers. Right. But it certainly makes a difference if you are. Yeah. They weren't, they weren't even familiar with protocols, terms, the jargon and, and all yeah. the things that, that, yeah. Right. Um, and, and so like. And, and how many of them do you think were actually like there for the kids and how many of them were just there because they needed to have a job? Yeah, I, I'm not sure about that either. I, I don't want to make assumptions about okay. anybody's. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
Um, and so, like, so 70% of it is just, like, behavior. Um, and then the other, like, 15% of it is, like, district stuff, which, like, sounds like a dumb reason to quit your job, but, like, as a drama teacher, you know, we need access to certain materials, as all subjects do. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, I, I can't go do a play if I can't get lumber to build steps. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I can't, you know, go to the thrift store and get a bunch of costumes. Right. And, you know, just different stuff. So, like, there's just this super, like, convoluted crap with vendors and just irritating stuff. So that's, like, that part is, like, 15% of it. Mm-hmm. And also having no idea how, like, sickly works and all that stuff just not being explained to me and just, like, you know, good old other duties as assigned. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and... Would it be fair to say that you felt a little bit like you are like, on an island? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. And it doesn't sound like you had any supports. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, not really. Um... <laughs> To be honest, I feel like my admin and the district generally uses the fact that people are traditionally certified to excuse them from having to give them support. Okay. Because, like, example, like, this I will uh, throw a little bit of shade at because I think this is unacceptable. So, my... um, direct supervisor, my assistant principal, she was in my classroom, like, once for about two minutes in the first month or so of school. Just, hey, how's it going? Doing great? Cool. Talk to you later. Mm -hmm. Real quick. Mm -hmm. And then the only other time she was in my classroom, like, when I had kids in there, was when I was being observed. Right. Right. And then my head principal was in there for the first time the day before I left, like the day before the day that was supposed to be in my last day. <sighs> yeah. And then, and then, you know, I get the call you into your office, like, hey, like, what, what could have we done? And I was like, well, it, <laughs> anything. It's not rocket science. Yeah. Anything. Um, and it, it was just like, it was just very poorly managed and, Oh gosh, I I feel like the more I talk about it, the more stuff I'm gonna think of. Just because mm. it it literally feels like unraveling a ball of yarn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go deeper and deeper. Yeah. So like, I was not given any IEP access or any modification accommodations list, except mm. for seventh grade and for um stuff that just involves state testing mm-hmm. and like. It's a drama class. I don't really give like a multiple choice test. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and, you know, of, of course, I would follow those accommodations if I was doing that, but it, it wasn't relevant. And like, it was stuff like uh, I found out one of my seventh graders was reading on a kindergarten to first grade reading level the week before I left. Mm. And I had been suspecting that he was having a little bit of trouble like beforehand, but I didn't realize it was that bad. Yeah. So I had reached out to our reading specialist. I was like, hey, you know, can I get some, like, tips? Like, do you think, um, you know, having stuff, uh, like, audiobooks would help with, like, plays and stuff or reading articles? Would that help? And just different stuff. Uh, they never got back to me. Um, yeah, I, I once covered a PE class that had 45 kids in it uh, by myself. Oh. Yeah, and the quick caveat of that is that there was one SPED teacher in there with her SPED kids, so about 12 of those kids were severe and profound um, SPED kids. I, I hope that's the right term now. I apologize. Yeah, it, it varies. I, I hear that, but I also hear we use exceptional children in North Carolina, but yeah, kids, kids with special needs, and yeah. She wasn't able to assist you. She had her hands more than full. No, and, and I, I didn't you know, want to put that on her, but it was a thing to where, like, literally just in this one class period, and this is fifth graders, let me just yeah. put that there. Uh, 
I had three fights in one class period. Wow. Oh. And then I was asked to cover that same exact class again. So, this, and, so here's, here's a question I want to kind of get to, because I, I know how this is. So the fight happened in drama class or in the, in the PE class or somewhere in else? The, yeah, PE class. So this is, I'm, I'm covering during that eight and, hour. And, so, and so, then, so then fights break out while you're, while you're there. Yes. And then what, and then you call security or did you even, did you even know how to get that's someone the there to thing. get help? Uh, that's the thing. I texted all of the principals and no one showed up. Oh <laughs> my God. Actually, the counselor comes because she's in the hallway and I'm like, Hey, I need the student remote. What ended up happening is they had a talking to in the hallway and then where the counselor had to go, you know, cover or, um, you know, I'm sure they had other stuff to do. I say in air cool. Yeah. So I, I get asked to cover that same exact class again, obviously like, oh God, you know, semi triggered because yikes. I, yeah. It, it, right. Like free to yeah. Away. And like, I know how to be authoritative, but at the same time, I'm five foot, like a hundred pounds, like. Right. So, um. If that's yeah. not your style, like, that's not your style. Like, you can't make yourself that style. Yeah. Like, I've, but, I've had that struggle before, too. That's, that's the thing. Like, at this school, like, I am not a yeller. I really am not a yeller. And that's what they respond to. If you're not yelling, they don't think that you're serious. Yeah. Or, you know, Which really whatever. shows how often teachers rely on that yeah. in yes. that environment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and nor is that healthy for you or them. Yeah, right. And so I was like, I, uh, I just felt like who I am as a person and as a teacher, and that was in direct conflict with who, the type of teacher and person I was expected to be at this school. Yeah, yeah. was just polar. Opposites. I'm not saying like I'm the super like permissive teacher right. to lets them do whatever the heck they want, but I'm just yeah. really not. So I'm I'm subbing this class again. Mm-hmm. I'm like oh god, and this time they're like you know this this site substitute is going to be there with you, so you'll have another. Job. I was like okay, so maybe maybe it'll be cool. Site <laughs> sub is there on their phone. More fights are breaking out. Oh, I literally god. have to yell. At my fellow adults to help me. Because, like, at this particular school, um, fights do not mean that you throw a couple punches and you're done. Fights mean you wail on the other kid as hard as you can until they're break, you're breaking their nose and their, you know, eye socket bone. And you're just, until you are pulled apart, that's when you stop fighting at that school. Wow. And these are fifth graders. These are like ten year olds. These are fifth like graders bashing yeah. each other in. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, my. For sure. For sure. Oh, I wouldn't yeah. have been able to. Yeah. So the second time, I don't you... think I would have lasted till Thanksgiving. I, I think you're stronger so, than so, I am. So the second Thanks. time you experience that, it it now, and, I, and I've been in schools where we've had a day of like multiple fights. Yeah, we were when it's, when it's when it's, when it's, when it's yeah, when it's multiple fights a day. A day. There is just uh, I had three simultaneously in yeah. other parts, various parts of school. That was fun. There's just an underlying tension mm-hmm. for the anticipation for the next fight that is just um, soul sucking. Yeah, and you're constantly then anytime somebody raises their voice. Which they're kids. They raise their voice a lot, by the way. They get excited about things. <laughs> like your head is on a swivel and going, is this the next fight? You know, and you're constantly, um, yeah. and you don't and, know if it's going to happen. And, and that's really... a real mental, emotional weight that you're carrying around all day. Yes. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's yeah. so sad because I could tell like when some of my, like, especially my, in my kids in the spectrum, and maybe my more introverted kids are, I can tell when they're getting triggered by the mm-hmm. classroom environment. Yeah. And like, it's, it's just, oh gosh. Like, and I had my kids like getting arrested, mm. like oh. for drugs and for fighting. And I'll let our viewers at home fill in the blanks, but like taking videos of each other using the restroom. Yeah. You know, Oof. Uh, this oh. isn't cool. Yeah. This is. Yeah. And it's it's scary because like like you guys were saying about like just just sort of the 
the tension just always being palatable like they're not used to having to regulate their emotions mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there's no like i don't want to say consequences but there's just no like boundaries for that at home a lot of the time yeah yeah um and and thankfully a lot of the times in the situations thankfully when i was covering I was not blamed for being able to not, mm-hmm. for not yeah. being able to handle it. So I know that would happen at a lot of other schools. Yeah. Um, but like, I got asked to cover like emotionally disturbed rooms by myself. Yeah. And oh, like, no. I have absolutely no experience in that. Yeah. What the hell? Yeah, I was going to say. Sorry. There's such a there's such a no. snowball there's such a snowball effect that that I'm I'm I really am concerned um, that's taking place right now is that um, teachers are either I mean something that's COVID related but but some people just not showing up and not and not coming in and doing that because that like the gym class that you had to cover twice and I mm-hmm. don't know the whole situation but there's a chance that the that the that teacher is like, listen, I need a day where I'm not breaking up fights, so I'm just going to stay home tomorrow. You know what I mean? I honestly, I genuinely consider it a miracle that there was never a fight in my classroom. I pre- I definitely prevented at least two that I can yeah. think of. Yeah. And that's a success. Like, let's right. be honest. And in, in a lot of groups and, and a lot of schools, like, yeah. that's a what, win. I was going to say, what happens then is... What can happen, and maybe it sounds like it may be happening at school. I've taught, I've, I've taught with someone who taught at a school like that, where there becomes this attitude, and it sounds like it might even be persuasive into admin is like, you guys need warm bodies yep. so bad that I don't really need to do my job very well or even need to do it all the time. If I show up and half do my job 60% of the mm-hmm. time, then you should consider that a favor that I, that I'm here and yep. tough luck. Cause if, cause if you don't like that, your, your, your other choice is not, is not having somebody. And absolutely like, uh, I checked the duty schedule about, about two weeks before I, I left. Cause I, I gave two weeks notice. Right. <laughs> Which is more than a lot of teachers do. Right. Yeah. Uh, so I checked the duty schedule and, um, I saw that some people that I was assigned, like, the same duty with had not been showing up all semester. And yeah. I was asked at times to monitor entire grade levels by myself. How yeah. is that even supposed to be possible? Right. Yeah. Just for, like, for people not showing up. For their duty, yeah. and and so and it, it it appears that administration was There's was no not problem. on it when it kept when it came to students or teachers being accountable. Oh yeah, absolutely no accountability whatsoever. I never figured out how to assign lunch detention for seventh grade because all of the grades decided to do it separately and mm-hmm. to have four different systems for how to assign lunch detention. <laughs> Which, like, that sounds dumb, but, like, I was very, like, on it about calling home. I was calling probably 8 to 15 parents a day. There was one time where my worst class hour, I called every single parent mm-hmm. that day. Mm-hmm. And, like, I... How many did you end up speaking to? Perfect at this profession yet, obviously, um, or will ever be. But I did a lot of the things that like I said, like, uh, like, or like you guys said, other people phone in. Like, I was the only teacher that was turning in their lesson plans every single week on time. Standards aligned. It was done. I was right. sending out a weekly newsletter to parents. Like, I was doing my best. Yeah. But, like, when you ask me, like, this overall question of, like, so what made you finally resign? Nothing in particular. Mm-hmm. I just was, like, one day... I was like, I'm tired of like shipping on a concrete pinata with a plastic spoon. Yes. I don't. I was yes. like, what else can I do? And that's the question we ask ourselves. We say, what else can I do? Because we like internalize 
then everything is our fault. That, that, I was going to ask you, was there, was there a, a part of you that struggled and said, oh, these poor kids, if I leave, what's going to happen to them? And, oh, absolutely. And that's, absolutely. A, that's, and we do that to ourselves. And, I, and obviously mm-hmm. they're, they're actually not technically our responsibility, even though it feels like they're our responsibility. You, you know, so was it, so kind of walk us through like how that, that part of you and, and the, the feeling is if you were like leaving them in their own personal concrete, um, pinata as well, you know? Yeah, for sure. I, I absolutely did feel that way, but I had, I had to, what I told myself to sort of like reconcile for this, like after I had worked through was like what you are modeling for them right now is that if you're in an abusive situation mm-hmm. you need to leave and you get to leave. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so absolutely. I modeled that for them yeah. because the thing was like, I remember my first couple of weeks there, one of my kids was like, yeah, our teachers never stayed for through the first year. And then when I told one of my classes that I had resigned, they proceeded to yell at me and cuss me out. That yeah. was my last thing. Yeah, I believe that because because that's because they're coming from a place of hurt and that and that's how they were expressing it. Yeah, yeah. But I was like, "This is how you treat your teachers," and then you're surprised when they leave. Yeah, I mean, it's but they don't have like the, honestly though. It's kind of a testament to who you were as a teacher and the yeah. environment you created that you know that they were hurt. And, and, and miss you. I care that I left. Like, honestly, genuinely, I did not think they were going to care. It comes back to one of the truths that we, that we talk about on here a lot is that, um, and it doesn't mean you should have stayed. I think, I think you made the wise choice, but yes. that we don't always realize the positive impact we're making because the kids don't always tell us. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we find out later that we really had like a significant impact. And that's one of the, one of the wonderful things about the, the job. But there are times where it's just like, this is too much and, you know, you have to, um, do what is going to be best for you, um, long term. And so, so I guess that leads us to like, have we, do we feel as if we're going to give it another go at, for like a full time gig or what, or we're going to try and find another profession? So what, what, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think. I think right now that I'm kind of 80, 20. So like 80% staying in like a classroom situation. And the mm-hmm. other 20% would be like educational theater, not in a school setting. So like I was talking about like regional children's theater or stuff like that. I think I really just try, need to try another school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and then like probably definitely another state. Okay. But, but also... You know, take your time. Like, yeah, you know, take your time to recover. There will still be teaching jobs ten years from now. Yep, absolutely. So, yeah, but yeah. I, I, I think you're definitely on onto a couple of really big things here too. Um, you know, without collegiality, it's so easy to internalize everything. Mm-hmm. And and like, it's only by connecting with other teachers and and having the time. And, and having the, the ability to connect with other teachers that so we can go like, oh, okay, everybody's dealing with this. It's not just me because it feels mm-hmm. like just you and it's you in the classroom. It yeah. really does. Yeah. And yeah. Like, I, I really try my best. You know, like I went to sports, oh, yeah. went, like out to, you know, to lunch with other teachers. I, you know, went to the PTA meeting and then, you know, I did right. the thing. <laughs> you, did, you did more than I've done. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But I mean, the other thing is like teaching <laughs> is a traumatizing profession. Oh yeah, it, it is. Like we we are there p- for the kids, and we we love them, but they they don't know how to behave, and they don't know how to handle emotions and and uh, control themselves, and and they make bad decisions, and it's it's traumatizing consistently, and <laughs> it, it it's okay to to say like this is too much mm-hmm. you know and 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 in the wrong environment it's just gonna always be too much right. Mm-hmm. Right. yeah because like right. it, it's not like i didn't have any positive memories like <clears throat> excuse me gosh like i really enjoyed doing um the play that we did and like one of my favorite memories is oh and, and this isn't my funny story for later this is just cute caveat okay, i had this cool. girl, 
was like she's she was in by far my worst class hour and she would come up to me every day like during a different passing period like at, mm-hmm. at some other point in the day and she would give me a hug and be like miss i just want you to know you're a good teacher oh oh that's some love right there yeah oh And that is like that's that's a testament of, of how awesome you were, and it yes. doesn't mean that it's sustainable, and it yeah. doesn't mean that it was it treats you right. Right. Yeah. Right. She also apologized for the rest of her class, which was really funny. <laughs> 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 like every day, she was like, "Yeah, these kids don't listen," and I'm so sorry about that. <laughs> yeah. Aww. Yes. I love those kids. There's, there's, yeah. there's, there's yes. you've always got those kids that comes to me. I, I don't know how you do it. You know, <laughs> you know, I definitely, definitely had that said to me. I don't know how. I don't know how many times. So, um, you know, I. I mean, thank you so much for sharing that story. And I know yeah, that's not no, an easy story is. to share. I. I really respect your bravery. I respect oh. all of your hard efforts. You know, despite the lack of of support. Um. You, you're you're awesome. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And, th- and thank you for coming on. Like I said, that that's what really want. You know, we want. Pe- Someone else is going to hear this and, and, and realize that, it, that it's not just them as well. And, um, yeah, I hope so. And definitely, like, yeah. I, why I'll occasionally throw this out on Twitter. And, you know, if, you, if you're listening or whatever, you know, if, however you want to get into contact. If you need to vent and you need to just, like, dump, like, my DMs are always open. You know, I can, I can you know, I cannot solve all of your problems, obviously. But I can definitely um, listen and and um, and tell you that you know that, that you're being heard and seen. So, um, yeah, and I think that people sure. people need to do that. And I think that Twitter is, is a place where that where that can happen. Of course, some people still beat you up and tell you yeah. tell you stupid stuff. Come sure you on the internet as well. Yes, Thank on the know. internet. All right. So we know even in the worst years uh, that. Being in the classroom, there's always going to be funny stories because ridiculous things happen in the classroom every day. And it sounds like you had an extra ridiculous school. So, <laughs> so when you are are talking to your friends and, and they're asking about, like, you know, what's something funny that happened? Like, what comes to your mind? Okay. So this is perfect for the episode because we're going to tie it back to Shakespeare. Nice. Yes. So, uh, so like I was saying, like, most of my students had... Uh, had zero theater experience, like had not seen a play before, had no idea who Shakespeare was, like all all that stuff. Um, so my sixth graders, it's like the first couple weeks of school, and some of my sixth graders ask me if we're gonna do Romeo and Juliet in class, and I, you know, I I try to be the person that's like, well, what do you think of that? Instead of like, mm-hmm. you know, being like, no, we're definitely not doing it. so. <laughs> um, I asked them, I was like, well, I don't, I don't know. Do you, do you know what it's about? And they were like, no. And I was like, okay. Um, so I tell them, you know, a little bit about it. I'm like, yeah, well, there's these two teenagers and they're really, really in love. And, you know, automatically they were like, oh no, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, their, their families don't like each other. Like they really don't like each other. And, uh, ends up, like, some, a couple people in the different families die, and it just, it gets a little pretty sad. And they were like, yeah, that sounds awful. We shouldn't do that one. <laughs> like, oh, so, I, oh, I recently broke it to my class. Uh, uh, I do, like, a quote every week by a different author. Wow. And so it was uh, Shakespeare this last week. And I give them a little background, tell them a little bit about the author, just to introduce them and they see the faces and know a little bit. And so Shakespeare, we talked about Romeo and Juliet. And I was like, yeah, people always forget that Juliet was 13, which makes that whole thing way less romantic. Mm -hmm. Very good chance Shakespeare is like, hey, look at these stupid kids. (laughs) Yes, yes. He just wrote it thinking about his two daughters, like, see how they can be. Alrighty. Well, I think, um, is there, is there any more? Did you have any, um, anything else you wanted to share or tell us? Oh, um, we do want to say, um, that, uh, Miss Drama does have a, a Teachers Pay Teachers, um, uh, page and we're going to put the link in the show notes. So you just 
open your phone back up that you're listening to and click on the little uh, blue thing that says what teachers pay teachers or whatever it says and it'll it'll take you there is it mostly drama stuff that you have on there or what what is it that you um that you have in your little uh store Mm -hmm. so i have all kinds of stuff um i have stuff for drama i have stuff for debate um i have stuff for public speaking i have stuff for um Student teaching, I have stuff for substitute teaching, both for subs and for teachers to give to subs. Okay. And I feel like there's one more thing. Oh, and I'm currently working on um, units and curriculum specifically for competitive speech and debate. So, uh-huh. like, interpretation and, like, just stuff through um, NSDA, which is National Speech and Debate Association. Um, let's see. Yeah, that's... That's kind of how so I You should get a job making yeah. curriculum. Yes. Yes. I also have a blog. It's also called The Drama Goat. So everything is Drama Goat. Okay. So if they just Google Drama Goat, they will find you. I hope so. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, the the link to the blog will also be in the show notes. Yes. Cool. <laughs> cool. Sure. Awesome. Well, I want to say thank you again. We really do appreciate, you know what I mean? Yeah. And and hopefully this was more cathartic than traumatic. Um, oh, yeah. No, I'm, I'm not traumatized. I'm okay. immune now. Okay. okay. <laughs> Traumatized. She taught this. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And we just uh, thanks again, everyone, for listening. And we and um, like I said, you can reach out to us and let us know um, that you enjoyed it or whatever. And um, please, please, please tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your loved ones, tell the guy who delivers your pizza that there's an awesome podcast that they should listen to. And um, share the link however you want to do it. And as we always say, stay unprofessional. All right. Thank you and stay unprofessional. Stay unprofessional. Stay unprofessional.